0: Bowl season is over. The combine is over. The All-Star games are over. The pro days are in progress. So it's been a lot of draft talk in recent weeks. But starting tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon, NFL free agency takes center stage. I'm Glenn Norton with Jet Nation Radio and JetNation.com. Be sure to log into jetnation.com where you can register and become a part of what is the most active Jets message board on the web. And I'm just here to let you know, if you want to be able to take part in the forums, in the discussions, whether it's the free agency, the draft, this time of year, every now and then we have to lock non-members out because the traffic gets so heavy. Hitting over a million page views a month is pretty pretty standard. Sometimes it slows the board down. We lock the non-members out. This isn't a push for cash. It's all free. No one's saying, you know, act now or, you know, just if you want to be a part of it, which you should great environment check it out jetnation.com join the forums and uh, and speak your voice let let g- engage with other jets fans so free agency starts t- the tampering period legal tampering starts tomorrow at noon first want to touch on a couple of topics amari cooper jets had a shot to get him didn't make it happen i'm fine with that a lot of jets fans apparently are not fine with that at all He's the number one receiver. I get it. But I also understand Joe Douglas. Apparently, it looks like Joe Douglas is betting on himself. I think Joe Douglas is saying, I brought in Elijah Moore. Brought in Corey Davis. I'm going to upgrade the O-line again this offseason. We got Becton. We got Fant. We got AVT. We added McGovern. Like, you know, now add a right guard and some depth to tackle because of the questions with Becton. I get that. But as it stands, the number one thing holding Zach Wilson back is Zach Wilson. And if, if the evidence is plain as day. He got better as the season went on, don't get me wrong. But when he was not under center, when it was Josh Johnson, or when it was Mike White, or when it was Joe Flacco, the offense looked pretty damn good. Not great. But all those guys were throwing for 300 yards. Mike White threw for what, 415? Like, the players are there. The opportunity's there. The scheme is solid. So, the number one thing to help Zach Wilson needs to be Zach Wilson, and I have no doubt he's putting in the work and we'll see if the results follow. but Joe Douglas is probably looking at his roster and saying, "I can add a receiver i'm gonna I need to add a couple tight ends we need a, we need to get better at guard might might get better at center. We'll talk about that in a minute, but maybe he just feels like he doesn't need a sixteen million dollar receiver who." Has been guilty of disappearing in the odd big game. Is it on Amari Cooper? Listen, I don't watch the Cowboys closely enough to know. I just know when the talk started of, of this potential acquisition. I went through and looked at some of his game logs. And he, for a guy who makes $16 million, he disappears a lot. Is it him? I don't know. But either way, he's gone. He's not a Jet. Not going to be a Jet. There are other options there to upgrade. There is some talent in place. This is not two or three years ago when the best receiver on the team was Robbie Anderson and there was nothing behind him. If that was the case, if this was a few years ago and the only receiver on your roster worth worth anything was Robbie Anderson and you passed up on Amari Cooper, I'd be losing my damn mind. But that's not the case. The guy who was the best receiver on the Jets a couple years ago, Robbie Anderson, would probably be the third guy on this team behind Elijah Moore and Corey Davis. So, give me Davis, give me Moore, give me a couple tight ends and a guard and give me a wide receiver at 35 or 38. Give me Jahan Dawson. Give me... Uh, Pickens out of Cincy is a question mark. Or Georgia, sorry. There's some questions surrounding him. Some character stuff. There's some suspension. Looks great on film, though. Looks great. Here's a guy who people had as the number one receiver. Early on in the process. I remember the draft network. I'm 99% sure... He was wide receiver one for a little while. And if he wasn't wide receiver one, he was top three or four. And this is a guy who was a projected first rounder. Now looking at round two, maybe three. I think he goes in round two. But I digress. I think this is Joe Douglas saying, I like what I've got. And I like what I'm looking at in terms of my draft capital and the players that are going to be available. I'm going to surround Zach Wilson with with weapons. It doesn't have to be a $16 million weapon. It can be the guys we have, plus a couple tight ends, plus a receiver, and an upgraded O-line. And that should be enough for Zach Wilson to succeed, and I tend to agree. So that's that's where they are with the, with the receiver thing, with the Amari Cooper thing. He's gone. I get why Joe Douglas didn't do it. Some fans don't want to hear it. They wanted the splash. They wanted the big, the locked, guaranteed number one receiver, which also makes sense, the proven guy. But again, they don't need someone to be the number one guy. If, well... That's my perspective. I think Elijah Moore is that good. There seem to be a fair number of people who think he's just a slot guy. There are people who think he doesn't have the skill set to be a number one. I think if you can run faster than every other dude on the field and create a ton of separation consistently, you can be the number one re- a number one receiver if the quarterback delivers the ball. And we saw that last year with Elijah Moore when, when the ball was being delivered on target. So I'm not panicking there. Joe Douglas clearly isn't panicking. Some fans are. Another thing fans are doing, and this is a small minority of fans, but some fans are going after Makai Becton. And you know what? I don't think Makai Becton cares. I think Mekhi Becton is trolling Jets fans. I think he's working his ass off to get his knee right, to get his weight right, and to come into camp next year and dominate. And I think he's having a little fun. If you look back at Beckett in years past, he was always quick to share workout videos, putting in the work, putting in the hours, the grind, and all this lifting, lunging, all this stuff. This year, it's all, hey, who wants to play video games? Hey, I'm gonna log on and play some uh, Grand Theft Auto. Who wants to join me? And fans, you know, some of them are like, hey, that's cool, man, yeah, let's go. And then you get that, you get, you get the absolute lunatics. Which can we please stop being lunatics? On social media, we're talking to these players like they're, you know, our uh, little stepbrother he can't stand. Someone, and they, the guy deleted his account. There was some guy the other day, Becton, you fat, lazy piece of this, and we don't want you, and you're a bust. About... Jesus, grow up. But Becton's reply? Jiff of Homer Simpson unbuttoned his pants after a big meal. Saying, man, that, that burger was good, it hit different after that comment. He's trolling people. He wants fans to think that he's just sitting on his ass, gaining more weight, not putting in any work. I guarantee you the work is being put in. I guarantee he's going to come to camp laughing at the people who call him a bust or who call him lazy. And the people who call him lazy, you know what they're going to say? Had your back the whole time, Makai, Knew you could do it. Never doubted you for a second. That's what's going to happen. He's going to silence a lot of people, and you're going to see a lot of people doing 180 on their on their critiques of Makai Becton. So that's, let's let's put that behind us, just two little things to touch on real quick. And as far as free agency goes, the in-house guys, keep Flacco. Looks like that's going to happen. Makes total sense. The Jets have reportedly made Braxton Berrios an offer. I believe that was U-Stadium. Uh, Nick Spano, U-Stadium, said they the Jets made an offer that they're comfortable with. Do that. Make him an offer. It, my gut is that he wants to go. He wants to go home to Miami or Florida, somewhere warm. So let Berrios do that. Uh, you know, you try to replace him in the draft, get you guy, get yourself a guy who can play the slot and return punts. There's some of them out there in this class. And, um, and of course, El, uh, Lauren Gouvenet-Tardif is a guy who uh, had some questions regarding his medical licensure, but now that seems to be in order. He's going to be able to play. I say bring him back as a depth piece. Fully Fatakasi, Doesn't fit the scheme. You let him go. It's a shame. One of the best value picks the Jets have had in years. A sixth-round pick who is dominant at what he does. So, you know, let him move on. Let him go do his thing elsewhere. And that's that. So you bring Flacco back. In terms of running back and free agency, who's out there? I, I, I don't I don't think the Jets are going to address running back and free agency. If they do, it'll be – I shouldn't say they won't address it. I think it's going to be a camp body type thing. They'll find one or two vets who they'll sign to one-year deals. Um, bring him in, take a look at maybe Raheem Mostert, who played in this system for for them in San Francisco um, when Robert Sala was there, and let him try to you know let him try to show that he can stay healthy. He's an absolute beast in this system, one cut runner who can absolutely fly. He can't, has a speed to get the edge, and he you know put up big numbers when he was healthy in this system. Maybe you give him a one year prove it deal for you know a million whatever vet minimum. No one's giving him a big contract. He's coming off a major injury. Um, and really, it's, it's just sort of, it's a, it's a, you're taking a flyer on a guy. You're still drafting someone because Michael Carter's not a 25-carry-a-week guy. You're still going to take somebody probably in the second or third round. I mean, you could take one later. There's some good guys late in this draft, um, you know, who fit this system. So address running back through the draft. Free agency, maybe you grab a guy in a short deal. Uh, wide receiver. Well, okay, look, so here's everyone's yelling and screaming about you lost out on Amari Cooper. Allen Robinson's going to be out there. He's probably going to command more than anyone else on the market right now. There will be, you know, teams are going to come knocking. And I I brought this up. I did Green Beans pod a couple weeks ago and said, look, sometimes fans forget that just because you want a guy and you have cap space, guess what? There might be 18 other teams who can afford a guy who want him. Like you're competing for these guys. So Allen Robinson, does he want to come to New York? Does he want to be a Jet? Who knows? But you make a run at him, and as you know, as we said, Joe Douglas didn't want to spend 16 on Amari Cooper. As Scott Mason would play like a Jet, you know he said, "Look, if he didn't want to spend 16 on Cooper, who says he wants to spend 12 or 13 on on Allen Robinson?" That's a fair point. So I think that's where you start looking at a guy. I tweeted this out the other day, and of course it's down to medicals. DJ Chark, right, broke his ankle early in the season this year, week four. You check his medicals, look at where he is. If he's progressing as expected, I think you, you look at bringing him in. 6'4", sub four four forty has played in a terrible situation in Jacksonville. Still managed to put up a 1,000-yard season in his second year. Productive guy. So he's big at 6'4". He's fast at sub 4'4". He's proven he can play at the pro level. The one drawback is the injury, which is scary. Fractured ankle for a speed guy. But again... If he's healing as expected, I think you kind of consider bringing him in, but really, the he'd probably be my third choice behind Robinson. And I want, I wanted, to, I wanted them to take a look at uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling, out of uh, you know who's played for Green Bay the last few years. And again, the salary cap. Oh, there's no cap. There's no such thing as a salary. If there was no such thing as a salary cap, I would say he's a lock to return to Green Bay. But they just gave Aaron Rodgers all the money in the world, and then you franchise Adams. So now they're really not in a position to pay the, the you know, 11 or $12 million that it will probably take to bring him in. I would have no problem with that. He's another guy, take the top off of defense, has played well when given the opportunity. And I think someone is going to pay him handsomely. Um, he's one of those guys who might end up getting paid more than folks expect. Because you're not hearing his name a lot. I'm not hearing his name a lot. Uh, maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm following the wrong people on Twitter, but I, I expected him to be a much hotter name as free agency approached. And I've only seen him mentioned a couple times. But if you bring one of those guys in, and then you draft, as I said, a Jahan Dotson, uh a, a, you know, Pickens, Christian Watson, uh uh Wandale Robinson, who I'm a huge fan of, um Kyle Phillips out of UCLA. He's that slot punt returner type guy that could take that Berrios role if you needed him to. There are some guys out there who can play. Tight end, the big names went, and Joku got tagged. Didn't expect that, honestly. Because I maybe my imagination, I feel like the Browns don't utilize him nearly enough. So I figured, if you're not using the guy to his full ability, you're probably not going to keep him around. They kept him around. So Njoku stays there. Gaseki stays in Miami, but he's not a tight end. Hell of an athlete. N- matchup nightmare. Would love to have him on my roster. But the guy played 16% of his snaps in line last year. He's a slot. He's a, well, he's a guy use out wide. Um, and, of course, Dalton Schultz went. I, I thought he was going to get overpaid in free agency anyway, so I don't I don't really mind that. I know a lot of Jets fans were upset by it. So who's left, right? Tyler Conklin played well when given an opportunity last year. One of those young guys that, you know, you're behind somebody on the depth chart. Someone gets dinged up. You get put in the lineup, and all of a sudden, hey, turns out this guy can play. Right? So maybe you go for Tyler Conklin. O.J. Howard, disappointment out of Alabama, first-round pick. Just because you're a disappointment doesn't mean you're not good. I've seen that. I've seen people say, I can't can't sign that guy. I can't trade for him. He's a disappointment. Okay, you can be a disappointment and still be a good player. If the expectation is superstar and you're just very good, you're still very good. You know, um, you know, you don't sign a disappointment if it's a guy you expect to be a superstar and he's a bum. No, don't bring that guy in, obviously. But to say you don't bring guys in because they didn't produce the way that you expected when they were drafted is idiotic. Do you, do you play well? Yes. Oh, okay, then. How about we consider adding a guy at a position where we don't have anyone? So that'd be the O.J. Howard type. Eric Ebron, up-and-down guy. Liked him a lot out of college. Had a couple of eh, so-so years, and he had a couple of really good years, scored a bunch of touchdowns, and he kind of fades away again. You want to bring him as a tight end, too. No issues with that. Hayden Hurst, Max Williams, Zach Ertz. Ertz up there in years, not a great blocker, but a good mentor, good locker room guy, maybe bring along the next tight end. Uh, Greg Dulcich, who I mentioned earlier, played for Skip Kelly at UCLA. Ertz, of course, played for Skip Kelly, and Skip did say that Dulcich reminded him of the, um, that he reminded him of Zach Ertz. So may, maybe you make that move. Maybe you bring in a Zach Ertz. I don't know. I, I would prefer a Conklin or a Howard, a younger guy. But we'll see what direction they go there at tackle. I should have mentioned them earlier with the with the guys to retain Morgan Moses. I say bring him back. I think for those saying that you know Morgan Moses won't come back. Because he played well as a starter, so he's going to get a deal somewhere else. He's going to get a deal. Someone's going to pay him to start. You know what I was saying last year when the when the Bears released more not not the Bears when the Redskins released Morgan Moses or the Commanders or the Washington Football Team uh, when they released him. My thought was he's played too well. Someone's going to pay him to start a tackle, and nobody did. There were rumors that the Bears offered him some money to play guard. Jets were the only team that came to the table and said you can play tackle for us as a backup. So if that repeats itself, then he's back. There's no reason this year should be any different than last year. Doesn't mean it won't. But the exact thing they're saying about Morgan Moses right now is exactly what they were saying about him last year when he ended up with the Jets. So maybe he comes back. If not, maybe you look at a guy like Terrell Crosby. He's going to be a free agent. You need some depth there. As much as I believe Beckton's going to come to camp in shape, you have to acknowledge the fact the injuries, whether they're fluky or not, and they were got rolled up on. We've been over it a million times, but there's still enough there that you have to be prepared for that eventuality that he misses some time. Take a tackle in the middle, late rounds as well as developmental guy, of course. So I think you try to bring Morgan Moses back. You try to bring in a guy like Crosby, but the interior is where it gets interesting because we've heard it quite a quite over the past few weeks, a lot of talk about Joe Douglas wants Ryan Jensen. Now here's the problem. The media is guessing. Um, Nothing leaks out of one Jets drive. The Jets regularly make moves that no one anticipates. But every now and then someone hits on something. I think it was last year. I kind of made an idiot of myself. Uh, You know, as if that doesn't happen all the time. But uh, it was Sheldon Rankins. Somebody reported the Jets were in on Sheldon Rankins. And I forget who it was, but it was a guy that I, I looked at and thought, I don't think I've ever seen this guy write about anything regarding the Jets. And I made a snarky comment. Like, yeah, don't listen to this idiot. He's, you know... He's never right about the Jets' moves. Boom! They signed Sheldon Rankins. I was like, oh, okay. Anyway, so Sheldon Rankins was a Jet, and he's another guy. He's back again this year. Super talented. I don't understand how you go from being a guy who can lift up a three hundred pound man and throw him across the field one play, and then disappear for the next several series. So talented, you would expect him to get. You'd expect to get more out of him. But anyway, that covers him. The interior, as I said, Ryan Jensen rumored heavily. In in terms of Joe Douglas being interested, that would mean McGovern would be out at center, either traded or moved to guard, maybe released. I mean, what's the market for for McGovern right now? If all you can get for Amari Cooper is a six. uh, But, of course, he doesn't come with an enormous price tag. Um, Mark Lewinsky is another guy to keep an eye on out of Indianapolis. Watched a few Colts games this week after kind of looking through the free agent list to see who might fit and who might not, looking at some of those mid-level guys. Uh, Lewinsky's played a bunch. He's not too old. He's got a few years left. Um, and a solid player, solid player. But James Daniels has to be at the top of the list, right? If you're a Jets fan and you're looking to upgrade it on the interior, you're looking to add a guard, you would think James Daniels, who, you know, currently playing for the Chicago Bears, would be Joe Douglas's top choice. And as I said, I don't see Joe Douglas adding multiple, you know, I don't see him bringing in three, four, five guys who are going to make $15, 20000000 a year. You can bring it, you're going to target a couple, one or two big-ticket guys, and the rest are going to be trying to find bang for your buck guys. And I think Daniels could be one of the big-ticket guys they go after. On the edge, you've got Carl Lawson coming back. You've got a deep class. Are you going to draft some guys? Do you go after someone like Hassan Reddick, who, for my money, plays the run a lot better than he gets credit for, also gets to the quarterback? Kind of surprising they let him hit free agency. I don't know if the Jets pursue him because of the fact that it's a deep edge class and you've got Lawson returning, but he wouldn't be a bad option. But if you're looking for a middle-of-the-road guy, again, in terms of someone who can do a little bit of everything and isn't going to cost you a ton of money, Derek Barnett. He was not drafted when Joe Douglas was there. That was a Chip Kelly pick. But Joe Douglas, of course, with the time in Philly, will be familiar with him. And he could be a nice rotational guy. He can start some games for you. And if you're looking to build a deep line, which the Jets are, Robert Salas talked about it, I think Derek Barnett is a guy worth looking at. And then the secondary is where things get most interesting, at least in my opinion, because of the fact that the defense, again, worst defense in team history last year, gave up 500-plus points. Tyron Matthews is going to be out there at safety, and you need a safety. He's a guy who can move all over the place and do a variety of things for you. My gut feeling is Matthew wants to play for a Super Bowl contender, so I don't think he really considers the Jets. Marcus Williams, younger guy, New Orleans Saints free agent. Probably, you know, guys tend to chase the money early and then maybe later in the career. They think, I only got a few years left. Let's try to get this ring. Um, I think that's where, you know, sometimes the difference is with the older guys versus younger guys. I mean, they all want to get paid. Don't get me wrong. But if offers are similar, guys will tend to lean toward, you know, those guys later in their career will tend to lean toward the getting a ring. Whether it's a first, a second, or third ring, um, they want to win. Marcus Williams, does he want to come to the Jets? Young guy. A coach that a lot of people believe in. And that's that's where it's going to get interesting with Robert Sala. Like, this is his, this is supposed to be his thing, right? Personable guy. Players love playing for him. Players talk. Guys around the league know. Marcus Williams is going to talk to guys who have played for Robert Sala. And they're going to tell him what's up. And that's going to play a role in whether or not they come to New York. And hopefully, a guy like Marcus Williams does. Uh, Quandre Diggs, who, a safety. I, I Dylan Terriman, who, as again, as I said, uh. I think I said earlier, you know, make sure you're checking out Dylan and Alex Varallo on Jet Nation Radio. But Dylan and I were talking and saying, you know, do you go with the Quandre Diggs, I really thought he was primarily a slot guy, but I think he moves around a little bit more than I realized. Listed as a safety, plays a little bit of slot. And really the funny part would be if the Jets signed him away from Seattle, the Jets would have the better of the two Seahawks safeties um, with Jamal Adams being the, the, the guy left behind if Diggs comes to play for the Jets. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Carlton Davis is the, the name that's kind of popped up quite a bit over the last couple weeks in terms of top free agents available. So I went ahead and watched some All-22 for Tampa Bay for the few, last few weeks, or sorry, last few days. Um, Davis, I mean, he looks the part. He could, You could make a case for him developing into a number one corner. And that if you go out and get that guy, again, he would be another big ticket guy. But you would have to imagine that changes the, uh, the draft strategy. Because while a lot of us feel that, you know, Sauce Gardner should be the pick at 4 or 10, I don't think he's there at 10. I think if he's there at 7 for the Giants, they take him. Um, but if you're going to take Sauce Gardner at 4, but you go out and you find out you can get Carlton Davis, that changes things. Because now you got Davis as your, as your first corner, and then Bryce Hall on the other side. So we'll see what happens there. But another name worth keeping an eye on. Because he played fantastic. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Played fantastic last year, second half of the season with the Green Bay Packers, after being terrible uh, prior to that with the Philadelphia Eagles, Roswell Douglas. Now here's a guy, Joe Douglas, again another Philly guy, Joe Douglas will be familiar with him, and he he played lights out in a different system with Green Bay, and if Joe Douglas is looking to get himself a depth guy, potential starter, you know, does he call Roswell Douglas and instead of paying... 18, 19 million for for Carlton Davis. You try to get Roswell Douglas for cheaper because some of these guys, again, fans don't like it. Fans want all the they want all the big money guys. It doesn't always work out that way. But no matter how it works out, it's going to be fun to watch. Noon tomorrow, free agency kicks off. And let's face it, this is going to help shape the Jets. Not obviously for the immediate future, but it's going to shape their draft plans. Who do they land? Who turns them down? We're gonna find out, and uh, and stand by for those always hilarious. Uh, you know what are the Jets doing? Uh, free agency started one minute ago, and they haven't signed anyone yet. Tweets. Those are always a hoot. Anyway, that'll wrap it up for me this time around. Sorry, it's been a while. We'll uh, probably do some quick shows, drop some quick video reaction videos as guys are getting signed, and. Uh, Buckle in, Jets fans, a lot of money to spend, a lot of picks to trade. And uh, Joe Douglas has some work to do, building, hoping to build off of what was a strong draft class last season. And that'll do it for us this week. Have a good one.